The nine to five who? <laughs> oh, oh, y'all, y'all on that nine to five shit. I'm making merch me. money and I'm making wipeout money, baby. That's all That's I need. Right. And I'm making floors lava money. <laughs> floors lava Dave, money. Dave, Tom got that floors lava money. Oh, he got that floors lava money now. I know you're doing mm-hmm. that well. <laughs> oh, you do an obstacle sit- course based reality TV well? Okay. <laughs> all right. I was I was sitting in the middle of this tank after I jumped in and I had this moment. It felt like I was in there for five minutes. It was like five seconds, but I just was like, <laughs> what am I doing? Like what <laughs> like this is how I was meant to make money in my twenties. That's I never in a million years could I have guessed that I'd be right here in this tank. <laughs> Look, getting slimed is a respectable way of making a living. And frankly, you know, you're not very uh, <laughs> obstacle course positive, obstacle course worker positive if you deny that, you know? So, I agree. I agree. Yeah. By the way, welcome back to Feed Picks. <laughs> this, hey, everybody. Oh, we got the whole hey, gang. Oh. Yeah. Tom, why don't you why don't you give us a little more backstory on your uh, your recent exploits? Yeah. Um, so I sold this couch to this guy, really nice guy. <laughs> Name's Manny. Shout out, Manny. <laughs> hold on, hold on. So even before that, uh, Thomas has been avidly like auctioneering <laughs> on Facebook Marketplace. He's dealing. I've been Bro. wheeling and dealing and making money in a pandemic. I don't know what else. Like, I'm not going to be shamed for this because I'm making money in moves. He's making that <laughs> pandemic money. Big baby. money moves. He's the Marketplace only. game. Under the cover of night, he's been defying the lockdown orders to sell microwaves to, to LA locals. I've been going to U-Haul at like 2 a.m. and then coming home at like 7 a.m. Just <laughs> unloading all my stuff, delivering it all around California. It's like that scene and, in Breaking Bad where they go to buy guns from the guy and he like opens up the tractor trailer and then it's like a bunch of like plywood boxes, rough. except it's Tom with just like a bunch of household goods that he's selling to everybody. <laughs> It's like, yes, Kalen opens the trunk of my car and there's just like 80 microwaves in there. I'm like, I don't know how that got there. I'm not really like, maybe we should, ah, we should look into this probably, you know? Look, officer, I was not under the impression that it was illegal to have 45 microwaves in the back of a Honda Accord. So I don't really understand why I'm being stopped. Pretty sure this is America, right? I can have as many as I want in my car at all times. I thought so. It is perfect. The constitution protects my my right to own as many microwaves as I see fit. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> anyway, I've been selling that. I'm on Facebook Marketplace. I sell some stuff, been selling stuff for people, selling stuff for myself. And um, sold this couch to this guy who uh, has a pretty big family. And the couch is huge, so it was perfect for them. Um, we had one mutual friend on Facebook, and that was Keegan, who was a PA on Halt and Catch Fire with me, and then a PA on another show with Manny. Three, and so we both out. know him. <laughs> Season three, check it out. There's a post for, on Reddit recently about Halt and Catch Fire. Oh, for the non actors They said savvy. it's a great show. What, what does PA stand for? Production assistant. Oh, he's a big wig, is what I'm hearing. Exactly. CEO of yes, Warner Bros. Yes, but also not at all. <laughs> um, anyway, he was like, well, you know, I'm a PA on. Um, Wipeout, and we're we're doing our final episode, and we're looking for testers. If you want to come do it, you totally can. It's a paid job, and I said it's a paid job. He said yeah, it's a paid job. I said okay. <laughs> he said you had me a paid job. I had me a paid. Didn't need to say anything else. Um, so I submitted my. I just gave him my stuff, and they they wanted me. So I went in last Friday um, for a COVID test, and that was really cool because. Uh, 
it's in Santa Clarita, which is like 30 minutes of, uh, north, south, east, west of here. And um, never eat soggy waffles. Yeah. Never okay, eat soggy one. waffles. Never it's eat pretty cool. You, wheat. You, <laughs> you drive up the mountain because it's the wipeout course is located at the base of this mountain or the summit of this mountain. So you kind of go up like five miles. And you oh, pass yeah. all these sets and stuff. There's apparently one called the Disney Ranch, which is what, because uh, I noticed there was like this town. It looked like this whole city like below. And I was, I don't know what that was. So I asked him, I think it's called Disney Ranch or something like that. They shoot yeah. stuff there. Anyway, like a got Western my set. Yeah. Yeah. Like a Western had like, a like the plywood thing. houses like lined up along there. <laughs> They're real uh-huh. classic. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> Literally looks like it could fall over with like a blow of some wind or something. <laughs> um, a light earthquake. Exactly. Which we have those a lot. So got my test negative, obviously, cause I am safe. Um, and then I came back on Monday Showed up at 9 a.m., didn't do anything until 5 p.m. As it goes, that's just showbiz. They had you, like, locked away. I remember you you sent us a text at, like, noon our time, and you were like, all right, showtime, baby. And then, like, for four hours, we didn't hear anything else. And then you were like, okay, I still actually have not gone on yet. Yeah, I was – because they, they like, they suited us up. So we had wetsuits on. We had a life jacket, helmet. Um, and – they did all that. We were wearing it. I had a wetsuit on for like eight hours that day. <laughs> it's just a lot. Vacuum sealed and... <laughs> in a wetsuit for, for an entire day. Yeah, my body just felt compressed. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, but finally we got going. And uh, they, um, so they, we walked up to the course and they had us look down the whole time. They were like, don't look at the course. Don't look at the course. I looked at the course, but. They didn't know that. What, they wait. didn't want us to look at it. Why? They didn't want yeah, us to look why? at it because – so it's because we're like the control group basically. So you have the – they have prof, uh, a group of professional testers who are called the Black and Blues. They go through the course and they're like athletically really fit. Like they like are good at what they do and they yeah. tell the people like this is too hard. This is too easy. Then they bring in the average Joes like us in, and they say, okay, now you guys do it. But we couldn't watch anybody do – the course. So we had to turn around and face the other way oh. and sit through like each person going, we're hearing splashes. We're hearing people go, Ooh, ah. And like, we don't, we can't look at what's happening. There's gunshots. So <laughs> <laughs> I heard the like foam of a flamethrower at one point. Uh, I think some poison darts were being shot from blow guns. <laughs> yeah. So, so they didn't um, want you to like pick up on any like pro straps. It was basically, yeah, exactly. Like you got to, they, go they wanted it to be, they wanted it to be as or- organic as possible um, okay. to get the best. Cause they didn't want it. One, you don't want, they didn't want you to do what someone else did. They want everyone to make their own decisions and be their own person with it. They said um, free thinkers and only. Then, exactly. And then also um, the, uh, We can cut out that silence. Um, so yeah, they they made us all turn around, and I was the third to go. I was gonna go first, but I thought I was gonna be able to watch people do it. And as soon as they were like, "Okay, time to go," like everyone turn around, I was like, well, "It's great." <laughs> so first guy went. It took him a, a little while, and the second the uh, was a girl that went. She took a little longer, actually, a really long time. Um, and it was my turn. 
And basically how it starts is you are on a tube and you get like shot out. So it's like, it's Wait, like, so, so you weren't kidding about the human cannon was malfunctioning and that's no. why they delayed you. Yeah, no, yeah, that's why it took so long because that cannon, they were trying, they wanted to test it with us, but they were trying to fix it all day. <laughs> I totally um, thought you were kidding when you no, said that. No, I was, are you serious? That's so funny. I was like no, 99% that was, yeah. sure that you were bullshitting. <laughs> no, that's legitimately, it's like, it's like zero to 30 miles an hour kind of thing. So you're sitting in a tube and then it launches you and then it stops, but you keep going and then you land in the water. That's Fun so fact funny. about Wipeout's water, it's aerated. So uh, instead of a slap on the water, like concrete, it's uh, the surface tension is removed. So it's like the water's oh. constantly in motion. So they have like bubbles coming up from the bottom. And uh, yeah, so they make it so that it's not like a painful fall. That's, that's clever. Sense. You fall off and just smack on the ground from 15 <laughs> feet up. <laughs> Look, that's like what they say. That's kind of how it is. It's like, With you know like how, water. yeah, you know, how like the new football rules, all the like old classic football guys are like, oh, these guys can't take a hit anymore. Now I want to see like the season one wipeout vets talking about like, oh, they got the aerated water on the wipeout course. Now these guys are cowards. Yeah. Look at these pansies with the aerated water and pads. Back in my day, we, we got a CTE from, from doing the wipeout course. <laughs> and we liked it that way. <laughs> And I've only killed two of my my wives, okay? There was nothing wrong with me. (laughs) Anyway, so we start off the course, shot out of this thing. You swim over. Water's like, I said the water was like 40 degrees, but uh, who corrected me last night? I think John corrected me because he was like, if that water was 40 degrees, you would have died. And I was like, you know what? That actually does make sense. So I think it was like 65, 70 degrees, I'm pretty oh, sure. Oh, so they're heating the water now too. You got yeah, aerated water. The water got, was still really cold uh, Oh yeah, okay. All right, all right, big guy. And it's like, it's 5.30 at this point. Sun has already got, because we're in the, the base and there's mountains all around us. So the sun's yeah. already not shining on us. So it is cold and... <laughs> I swam over and I look up and I'm staring at this giant spinning square. And it's like, I'm trying to figure out how to describe it to you guys. But just imagine in, in any room you're in, one entire wall would be the size of the square, I would say. <laughs> like, if that makes sense at all. Nice eight feet by eight feet wall kind of. No, okay. No, actually, bigger? I think it was about 12. It was maybe 12 Ooh, by 12. Okay. It was huge, like really big. And what it had was, they called it the Plinko something. You know, Plinko, the game where you drop the coin. Yeah, it's got like the little pegs. Yeah, and it bounces <laughs> around. Uh-huh. So it's that. So imagine the Plinko board, but like life-size. And so you have the pegs in there that you can hang on to as it's spinning. <laughs> so you're going like upside down. like you're. And so the goal is you're trying to make your way to the center, press a button so that this drawbridge comes down on the other side. Then you make your way to the outside, like the kind of border, and then you hang on, you wait, and then you jump off onto the bridge. This has gotten so much more elaborate than what I remember Wipeout being. It's 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 so weird seeing it in person. It feels very surreal. Did they have the big red balls to jump on? I saw the big red balls, but we did not get to do them. No, you didn't get to test them? Man, I really just really wonder how those work. 
I wanted to try it so bad. You know what I Tom realized? Tom just breaks though, away, is, starts sprinting towards him. I'm, starts I'm like, I'm there's like a guard chasing after him. Them. The wipeout private militias chasing him down, <laughs> desperately trying to get him to stop. They got the snipers in the nest trying to get me. They can't. <laughs> they're they're popping the balloons. As, they're popping the balls as I'm jumping off of them. <laughs> scorched earth, scorched earth. Go pop the balloons. <laughs> oh my god. Um, yeah, I didn't get to do those, but moved on to the next course uh, or the next little, I don't know, not a course, but you call it like obstacle, a, I guess. Obstacle. Thank yeah. you. Obstacle, I think is the. Um, so this one, you're like three stories up, I would say. So it's pretty high. Um, and there's essentially a long rectangle between you. So it's like you're going across about 12 feet, I would say. It's like 12 feet long between you and the next platform. Yeah. And there's in the center, it's spinning. And so it's a slim rectangle with platforms on each side. And Uh the platforms go underneath the platform that you're on. So you have to look like you have to look behind you, time it right so that you jump out. And it's not even there yet when you jump out and it just happens to land perfectly on it. (laughs) It's a lot of pressure. Like I was looking at it and I was like, this is I don't know if I'm going to be able to do this. But I was just like, worst case scenario, I fall in the water. I try again. It doesn't really matter. That's right. So I watched it go around like three times. And I jumped, made it on, then jumped right off on the other side. Boom. Hell yeah. Good to go. Tommy too. Slid down the ramp and uh, got on the final course. And this one was basically it's a, there's a wall and you have three squares that are spinning in opposite directions. So it's like clockwise, counterclockwise, clockwise. Yeah. And they have like flat sides. Um, actually they're like hexagons. So like six sides to them. Um, and then each one has one flat, like fully flat side for some reason. I don't really know why. Interesting. So you jump onto the first one and you're like kind of just climbing over it to like stay on until you can get your footing and then jump to the next one. And then that one's going the opposite way. So you have to, it's just really weird. I fell off the second one. No big deal. Swam around, got back on, finished the course came down stunt coordinator was like i turned my head for like two seconds and you were already on the third course he's like this is obviously way too easy he was like thank you for showing me that because someone would have cruised through this course and won twenty five thousand dollars tomorrow like they were shooting it the next day oh so he was like this is why we do it they pay you what like a couple hundred bucks to go through and then the guy that does it tomorrow gets twenty five thousand dollars they paid me barely pretty sure and the the i probably shouldn't have said that maybe we don't have that in there but i don't (laughs) actually know what the rules are i'll cut out a dollar figure i'm not sure what the rules are but i just want to make sure i'm not stepping on any toes with that but the wipeout people are very powerful in hollywood you'd be surprised the thing is i i would have done it for free it's a great (laughs) just like i would have if i could bring a friend too it's like i would definitely just go and do that for them for free so absolutely it was a great time. Um, we uh, that was really it. I mean, we yeah. got to see kind of them set up for it, and they had these like gr- really cool lights and stuff. Like you know how the fi- the finale just looks so more intense than oh, yeah. any other course. Uh, John Cena. Oh, maybe you've heard. Okay, of him. maybe I'm not supposed to say that either. But John Cena <laughs> is the host, which is really cool. I feel like I think that's, that's great. Announced. We'll I think it, I think it has. I'm pretty sure you it can has. verify it really before we post. We'll, we'll do a fact check. Yeah, it's not like anybody's but, listening. Uh, I thought he was a great because you know, <laughs> like this is <laughs> damn. <laughs> this is a uh, this is technically their reboot. So like they they need to like make a name for themselves. So I thought John Cena was a pretty good 
pick for that. Wipeout 2. Wipeout 2, The Return. Electric I, Boogaloo. I feel like, Tom, you were that kid when, in like elementary school, like when people would have the Monkey Joe's birthday parties. Like you were oh, that wow. kid that would just like scale off. everything like as yeah. fast as humanly possible. Yeah, I I'd, I'd, I would go off at those places for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I was known. I was known for my time at Monkey Joe's. That is literally like that's the one thing my mom always because I did gymnastics and stuff as a kid. I like I oh, yeah. I, had, I, st- I did the course and I was like that was really fun. Like I would actually do that as a job. Um, and they said like if you if we get picked up for another season, is there any chance you want to be a black and blue tester? Uh, uh, which yeah. I was like, yeah, I think I would. That'd be really cool. It's like. 40 minute drive to work. I mean, I'm there all day, long say, day, a lot of hours. You say, hell no, I want to compete. I want to be in the real deal. I say, give me the 25. Little Tommy, hold that 25. Let's <laughs> Tommy, hold 25. I want to print it on a big check. I want one of the big checks. I want the big check. <laughs> I don't big care how much you got to take off of my winning lump sum. I want the big check. Big check or Tommy walks. Get the agent involved. Get start negotiating a little I'm gonna bit. Get, I'm going to call Jordan. Jordan, Jordan get, Jordan, get over here. Jordan, I'm looking at my contract right now, and I'm, I will fire you if I do not get the big check at the end of this. Because I know I'm winning. So that's, I might as well just have it Jordan, ready. If I don't get the big check, what was all this for? I'm going to go ahead and just print it with my name on it because I'm walking home with that thing. <laughs> so on like a scale, you know how like the the trope with those shows is like you have your average like overweight hasn't run a mile in like right. four or five years guy on the couch at home going like, Oh, I can't believe he fell on that. Like that's like the easiest thing I've ever seen in my entire life. How, how does that scale? Like, is it could like, could an average person probably do it or is it actually pretty tough? An average person could definitely do it. I think it, it was, it was not easy by any means. Like I could, I could tell, like I was, I was exerting myself a lot and it's also yeah. just, it's like, you're a the fit pressure. guy too. I mean, yeah, like, yeah, I mean, yeah, like I definitely, I have like a natural ability for that stuff, but even for me, it was still like really, it's like you have everybody, like whole crew is watching you. Then you got, for you those got some people, yeah. $25,000 on the line. And then you're, if you fall in the water, you're really cold. You have that shock and then you're having, and then you've just been like jerked around and stuff. It's like a lot of weird, like there's so much that goes into it. They'd be doing what on some? <laughs> they do. <laughs> they, what would you say? Wait, hang on, bro. Go back. <laughs> Can we get a rewind on that? And they gave you for this? <laughs> Cut the cameras. Cut the cameras. Cut, Cut the them. Cameras. Cut the cameras. Oh, my God. Uh, but I would say uh, if you – I think most people could do it. It's just pretty difficult. Yeah. It's, I know for a fact, like if I was up there and 25K was online, I'd be having some sweaty palms. Uh, mm. Anything like grip related, be done for me. Be out of there. That's I, that's the thing is that none of it was grip related. It was literally just like you're just standing on a thing, a thing that's moving. You know? Oh, like, so it's really like the basis. 90% balance then. It's, it's only, not, yeah, not so much like strength, like Ninja no, Warrior or some yeah, shit. It's all no. about like, okay, okay. It is funny because a lot of them talked about Ninja Warrior on set. They're like, it's kind of like the sister. It's like the sister yeah. show to wipe out. They're like the, it's like the big brother. It's it's like, <laughs> like, like if, yeah, if Planet Fitness was Wipeout, uh, Ninja Warrior is like CrossFit, right? Exactly. Where or Gold's you have gym. like, yeah, Gold's Gym, the real classic. Sponsor uh, of the show. Sponsor <laughs> the show. 
I wish there was a Gold's Gym around me. I'd, I'd definitely give it. I want to go to Gold's Gym so bad. I would be instantly just mogged by like some, you know, eight foot tall gorilla man who's been doing steroids since the 40s. Says, but what are you doing here, brother? Although I feel like there's also like people like feel intimidated by them, but I also feel like those are also the most like friendly and welcoming gym people. They're going to be the ones to take you under their wing. The Arnold Schwarzenegger looking guy where he's like, do you need a spot, brother? Like, do you need a spot, brother? (laughs) Oh, yeah. Um, and then you did, anyway. uh, yeah, you did floors lava too. So you sent us that incredible photo of you covered <laughs> in slime. I'm not posting that anywhere. <laughs> I was going to ask you if we could. It is a damning photo, <laughs> truly. I mean, it's just out of context. I can't risk that. I really there's, can't. There's a lot that you could do with that photo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I realized that when I sent it. And it's funny too, because I, I took a more like full body picture because I wanted to show people. And I looked at it and I was like... I'm gonna have to redo that. <laughs> I'm gonna have to redo that for sure. <laughs> Full new. Uh, I'll keep that one. I'll keep that one short. Um, I emailed Hillary, who got me the job on, or who is like our wrangler on set for all the testers on Wipeout. Cool. And I was like, hey, thanks for having me. If you ever need another person to test, I had a blast. I feel like I could give you guys a really good test again or whatever. And so, yeah. Twenty minutes later, she called me and she was like, hey, can you be in North Hollywood in like twenty two hours? She said in like two hours. And I was like. <laughs> I didn't even ask what it was because I just was like, yeah, what? yeah, like I have I literally have no reason not to do this. I'm not working. I don't have a job. So like, pay, paid gig sure. in two hours. Yeah. All right. I'm on my way. Yeah. She said, she said, they'll See pay you like bucks. I was like, great. That's all I needed to hear. Have my so, dressing room ready in 30. I'll be there. I went to, uh, Arret, uh, it's Arret, but it's like Arret Studios. So, Ooh, um, they Ooh, the foreign film. They're not French, though. It's like a bunch of like classic American dudes, for sure. The Floor is Lava is, is a very avant-garde foreign film, actually. <laughs> it is actually a commentary on... Uh, I can't... I'm not, There's I a can't lot of subtext yeah, to The Floor is Lava that a lot of people miss on first viewing. You know what's crazy is... Uh, they. So I walked in, and like they had Fear Factor stuff. They had um, Super Bowl stuff. They had... like They build all these... So they build all the sets for Wipeout all the sets for American Ninja Warrior, Fear Factor, the performance halftime shows for the Super Bowl. They do everything. It's got to be such a fun job. That's what I said. I was like, you guys must not have the same work job twice or work day twice. <laughs> yeah. Like you probably, it's just always, it's like, hey, we need a thousand live crickets and someone has to eat them. Can we get those soon? Like <laughs> Johnny, I need you in the office by 8 a.m. We uh, have to find 9,000 gallons of slime before noon. <laughs> That's literally, and that was, that was the day that I walked into is like, I walk into this big warehouse and there's on this table, it looks like, uh, like four or five little glass aquariums and each of them have their own neon color and each of them have their own consistency. And so they've just been like testing the consistency and the whatever it's like white, orange, red, blue, green, just like so stereotypical for what you would imagine this would be. And so, like, they had a little thi- uh, little uh, stick that you can kind of poke around in there with and see the consistency of each yeah. one. They showed me the one we were jumping into. That one was pretty thick. And I was like, <laughs> okay, this sounds good. It's gonna what you great. just described sounds like if you were to ask, like, an eight-year-old his dream job. He's like, yeah, I it, ideally, I'd like to sit around in a room all day and maybe poke a <laughs> stick at, like, different variations. I want to make colors uh, of slimes. different slimes for people to jump into. <laughs> 
my, yeah, my my dream job, dream day, bet like best day at work, sticking sticking slime, hands down. I'd like to poke some slime, yeah, for eight hours a day, and I'd, I'm gonna make six figures doing it. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, that is exactly what it was. So uh, waited around until. It was time. Um, they showed me the the tub or in the tub. It's it's a tank. I mean, it's a huge tank. I think across it a would vat. be. It's a vat. It was probably seven or eight feet across um, in diameter, and then like it was six and a half feet deep. I think. Um, Dang. Okay. And so they, they have like around. lights. Exactly. So kind of how it was set up, they came and got me. All I was wearing was my shorts because I was like, whatever I'm wearing, I'm not going to be able to clean this stuff off. Like it's, I'm throwing it away. Like it's done. There's I walked no out nude. I did back. wear, I wore the Gucci boxers. <laughs> so I was, I was not going to risk that. I was not, I had my Gucci boxers on. I mean, my hands are tied <laughs> at that point. You know what I mean? Uh, and so walked outside, I walked up this thing and uh, basically it was like, we were about eight or nine feet up. And they had a plank of wood that you could walk on that was like on the side of the tank. So if the oh. circle is like this, it, there's like a circle and then you have a the plank that's going kind of like cutting it in thirds almost like, okay, not in the middle, but to the side. I don't know yeah. if that makes any sense. Yeah. You had, like really a, you had to kind of walk the plank style, jump into the Exactly. Back. They didn't have like any so, sort of like dunk tank mechanism for you. They went to all the mm-mm. trouble of creating a giant vat of slime, but the best they could do was plywood. The best they could do was put a piece of plywood on the side and say, stand on this and then jump in. <laughs> Coronavirus Actually, budget really... has the slime, uh, has the slime budget has been slashed pretty heavily. <laughs> it was actually really weird because so they, at first they were like, okay, so it also it's 40 degrees out. It's like nine o'clock at this point. Oh, so it's the slime really bat is cold. outside. Slime bat's outside. Sorry. I should have said that. I don't know it's why outside. I was picturing it inside. I guess I, I don't is, know why it would be, but <laughs> It's right. You would imagine it inside though, but no, we were outside. And then, so across from me is a guy on a roof with a camera. He's pointing the camera at me. And then below to my left is, he was not uh, affiliated with the the show. (laughs) Not sure who that was. I didn't want to say anything, but, and then, so down below is where like the director and everybody else was watching what the camera was showing them of me. So the first, the director was like, all right, we need you to like pace back and forth on the plank of wood. So I did that for like five minutes. And I just, I feel like I'm naked, but I'm not naked. You know, like I just, I don't have a shirt on, but yeah. it just feels vulnerable. It just hey, feels hey, weird. $200 is $200, man. I don't know what to tell <laughs> it you. It is. It <laughs> really Hollywood. is. It's true. <laughs> Look, Hollywood, you, you got to do some maybe unsavory jobs to get your you foot in the door. You might not like it, but you know, you're going to get there. We're going to meet and that's to what the this white was. director. Oh, wait, no, this is the floor's <laughs> lava guy. <laughs> Done for. You know, it actually does get weirder because so after <laughs> I was pacing, they said, okay, so sit, have a seat on the plank and then put your foot in the water, but then like bring it up to the light so we can see it drip off your foot. And I was I oh, no. I was like, oh, we got foot stuff. Dan Schneider was in the director chair. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what Dan Schneider looks like, but he could have been there and I wouldn't have known it. You know what I mean? He's weird, noticeably weird. salivating when he was asking me to dip my toes in the water. When I when I asked them if that was good, they said, "Yeah, that was good. That was great." Uh, one more, can, one more. Can you, let's get, let's get another couple takes. Of that. <laughs> can I can I see that one more time? <laughs> oh, are, like okay, so no, soft. Your big toes specifically. If you could lift that up. All right, that's uh, that's it for today for you. Uh, you can go home. Uh, yeah, that, right. that's a that's a wrap for today. Yeah, you uh, you got a great pair of feet there. Uh, can, can we see the big toe again? <laughs> Anyway, just, just dip the big toe. Sorry, I think there was some background noise on set. We're going to need another take of that. 
<laughs> Shut up. I'm trying to watch. I'm an artist. <laughs> How dare Quiet you come at me? Quiet on set. Uh, so yeah, I did my toes anyway. in for a couple times and it's as weird as it sounds. Like I get, they had to get, I don't know what that was for, but everyone seemed to be on the same page. Like there was a lot of different people out there and no one questioned it. So I trust them that they're going to use that footage for good. Oh my um, God. I can't wait to see like B-roll on a Flores Lava commercial and it's just noticeably Tom's foot like dipping in the lava. Right. That's, I was like, I just wanted to know what they were using it for. Like, I was like, what is the point of this? Oh I don't understand. God. Other than to, like, I could have just gotten a stick and like shown them, you know, why am I... For it's another essential. time, I'm sure. It's essential that it then, was your toes. It had to be your toes, son. <laughs> um, so anyway, they were like, all right, jump time. I said, all right. So I wrapped a rope. I, so basically how it worked is I had a rope around my wrist that was attached to the side of the tank that I would climb up on. Um, there was a metal ladder that went from the top to the very bottom of the tank, just in, for whatever, just in case. <laughs> in case you so sink they to were the like, very bottom. Yeah, I, I didn't I can't know. imagine just, anything more terrifying than that. Like, I was right, a Tom, scared, I'll say. We need you to jump into the slime and you just sink like a rock to the very bottom. I, and, you know, the, the rope really gave me comfort because I was like, okay, worst case scenario, I don't know where I am or how deep I am. I just got to pull the rope and I'll uh, be up soon, you know. Thing is, when I pulled myself up, well, it's funny too. I jumped in. And I'm in there just like in the center. And like, I felt like a baby in the in the womb, like just <laughs> like as if I'm about to be born again. And I'm sitting down there. I'm just like this. I'm what am I doing? <laughs> like this, this is just like the, this has to be, I was like, this is the weirdest thing I've ever done for money. I'm pretty sure. In your biography, that's the like intro scene where the record scratch happens and you're like, <laughs> yep, that's me. You might be wondering how I ended up here. <laughs> exactly. And that's exactly how it felt. Um, I came out and so I started pulling myself and I had enough breath and everything. So I was good came out of the water, but like, or out of the slime. And I still felt like I was in it. And that's how thick it was. Like it's, it's like just, it coated, it like coated my whole body. And on top of that, I couldn't grab onto anything. It is essentially like a glorified lubricant. Like you can't do anything because like my feet are sliding around and my hands <laughs> are like, can't even grab onto the ladder. It's like the Scooby-Doo uh, scene where you're just like running in place, trying to get away from the villain and like. Exactly. That's literally <laughs> what that felt like. Um, they they came up and they were like, how do you feel? And I was like, I feel like I was just born again. And everyone was dying. They loved that one. I felt the, really good about that. The, yeah, the picture you sent, it looks like that scene in The Matrix where he gets unplugged for the first time. Yeah. And he was like emerging. Uh -huh. Yeah. Exactly. That's kind of what that felt like. Um, and I thought we were done and they go, okay, so we're actually going to do this one more time. And I was like, that's fine. I, I'm, I am like, my body's convulsing. It's so cold. Like the, the, the goo was really warm. I'm pretty sure it was 85 degrees. It was nice. And also what contributed to the womb feel of it. But yeah. I got out and uh, they told me we we're going to do it one more time. They said this time, uh, so they brought up this, you know, like a, it's like a styrofoam ball cut in half. So it's a flat on one side and it's curved on the other. Right. Okay. Yeah. And it's like, you could like put it under your shirt and make you look pregnant kind of thing. Some classic shit. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. Well, I don't, yeah. I don't know if that makes so sense. So do the pregnancy bump and then put your feet in, uh, the slime. <laughs> 
Oh, God. there's some layers to that, dude. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. But they also well, so they brought it up. They put it on the platform. So it's like it's, uh, you know, it's like two feet wide or whatever. Yeah. And they said, uh, so we need you to, like, get on your stomach on the styrofoam thing and then slide backwards into the goo as if you're a contestant on the show who's like trying to climb out after falling in. <laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> It's like, all right, fine. What an interesting thing to ask. I just wish they would have explained it to me why they needed it. Because I'm, I'm just genuinely curious. Like, what did they use the footage for? Because they watch <laughs> it later and, like, they analyze it. So I'm like, what's, how does this help you? Industry secret. Sorry, that's, uh, we can't, we can't, we're not at liberty to share that. <laughs> anyway, I'm going to wrap this up. So I get on my stomach, but I slip way too fast into the goo. I did not catch my breath and I'm down there with zero breath. And I'm like, I don't want to inhale this. I don't want it in my nose. So I'm like trying my best to pull myself out. I get out of the, out of the goo and I just go. (laughs) (laughs) We need that footage. We need that desperately. Oh, your agent. We need the footage. Oh my gosh. I was just like, I was like, I'm good. Like, I'm all right. I just want everyone to know I'm okay. I just did not have enough breath. Like it's all good. They, uh, so they put me on the forklift and they, we went down and they delivered me to the showers where we were hold the holding room. Basically they put you on a and forklift. I showered off. They had a forklift on the same height as the platform that we were standing on. So once I was done, instead of having me walk down, which would have been really dangerous because of how lubricated my feet were, I <laughs> hate saying that out loud. They put me on a forklift and then they brought us down like that. And then they turned like around a scissor and lift. Drove us. Yeah. Uh, like a scissor lift. Yeah. Yeah. You know, the things where like it goes under, you know, has the two little prongs and it, it goes up it and up. down. Wait, that's a forklift. Yeah. So yeah. yeah forklift. We're was- on the prongs of the forklift. No, I'm sorry. They had a whole plat. You know, they had a platform and everything on the forklift. Like they was lifting up uh, this built. Oh, like, so, okay. And it had the- a rail and everything. It was really like, <laughs> Yeah, the really strange part was that they actually dressed the forklift up like a NICU nurse and they uh, (laughs) brought me into a very giant cradle that they put me in while they were holding me. Uh, It's all on camera. Again, yeah, they they were filming that. Kind of like a nursery room. Yeah, very, very strange. The whole time is really weird. Um, And then, like, the director came in and he swaddled me, and it was like this whole thing. (laughs) Um, And he wanted me to call him dad. He wanted me to call him dad. I don't don't know why. I mean, I did it. They're paying me after all. Listen, it's a paid gig. I'm not going to say no, but you know, I just thought it was weird. But yeah, I tried to, sh- I showered off. It took me forever to get that stuff off. I was um, going to ask, like, how, what, what did that process look like of showering that off? I, like, I, I like, I mean, I still have my shorts on and everything. I FaceTimed Caitlin just to show her my hair because my hair was full of it. It was like slicked back, like with gel, oh but it was God. this slippery stuff. I just grabbed like just globs of it would come out and out and out. Like my, I could, I took, there was a squeegee in there. I like squeegee my chest. You could like get it all off that way. <laughs> yeah. We're going to, otherwise there was too. no way of getting it off. Oh yeah. We're, they're, we're they're still rolling. <laughs> <laughs> Cameras are still rolling. Cameras are still rolling. Um, yeah, it was oh just like, God. it just gave, it put this film all over me and it was really hard to get off. Uh, but I did. And I threw away the shorts and the underwear I was wearing. That's it. <laughs> so that's, to, that's my Monday and Tuesday. Nothing to get you in the Christmas spirit, like uh, like being reborn. Nothing to get you in the Christmas spirit, like doing humiliating jobs for minimal amounts of money. <laughs> oh, I love Gotta it. Gotta love it. 
I love it. Well, yeah, this will, uh, I guess this is uh, technically our Christmas episode since this uh, fall goes according to plan. This will drop on Christmas Eve. So sweet. Mm. Merry Christmas, to everybody. Wait for Santa. Yeah, here's here's Merry some like Christmas. kind of birthing fetish stuff for you while you get ready <laughs> to have Christmas with your family. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It's great. It's, it's great. It's something else. Oh, yeah. I'm sure I'll have more stories in the future. Josh, what have you been doing uh, to get into the Christmas spirit? Tom's been kind of emulating uh, childbirth with uh, a couple of Hollywood executives. I, I imagine you're do, doing something on par with that. Something yeah, same? exactly. No, um, honestly, <laughs> <laughs> I have done like nothing Christmas related yet. It just feels so weird. Like, yeah, yeah. I understand. It's hard because like going into like like I've been going to the office the last like oh. week or two, like few weeks. Oh and yeah, just like that on top of everything, you're just like just feels like a normal day. Yeah, it's like I've I've had to go in the office too uh, to like film some stuff, but at least uh, our office is still like fully decked out and decorated for Christmas. Oh, that's cool. They were like they were not gonna mess around and like because they have like a trillion Christmas decorations that they put out. They have like a full like train Christmas village scene, you know, they have like the light up houses and everything and like this full like manger scene that they put up. So I was like, I I know for a fact they're not keeping that in storage. Uh, So at least that's been kind of nice. But Josh, you sent a couple of pictures of your office and it looks like an insane asylum. Like it's so, it looks like a warehouse. There's no one in there. Well, there's a couple of Christmas trees. I don't know if they were in the photos, but, um, and then my desk, I've got a bunch of lights on it, but that's really <laughs> about it. It's, it's the Charlie Brown Christmas tree with the one bulb on the top, like weighing exactly. down the entire thing. Yeah. Yeah. I, I really need to get my Christmas movie uh, itinerary up and rolling. I'm running out of time. Dude, I barely watched Jingle All the Way yesterday. I watched like half of it. That's all I've done for Christmas movies. <laughs> Is that it's the like, one with Arnold Schwarzenegger? Oh, yeah. Yes. You I guys love know, that do you know that one, Doc? With the other toy? I love that. You know what's crazy? It's got an 11% on Rotten Tomatoes what? for the audience. But yeah, I know. I couldn't believe it. That's ridiculous. That's, that's, how, how do you have, how does a holiday movie even crack like 30%, right? Like, Surely you're not going into this expecting like the next, you know, Dune. It's yeah. yeah, Like, come on. Like, let's set some reasonable expectations here. Right. I agree. I I don't know, but watch that one last night. It was good. I love that movie. It has a weird cult following. I feel like. I, that it's a little bit more on like the niche side of of Christmas, very uh, much Christmas so. movies. Yeah, it's just it's. I think it's. I honestly think it's solely because of Arnold Schwarzenegger that it's yeah. still like a big deal. You know, just because he's just an odd guy. If like, it was I, anybody else, it probably would have been forgotten at the time. Yeah, yeah, I think so too. But he really, <laughs> he's a unique guy. I mean, for sure. Like, what? However you want to boil it down, it's like, yeah, he does. Oh yeah. Um. It's I I, I really got it. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I'm so sorry. I just the so you guys know you guys remember Ted from that movie. He was like the guy who all the moms were like hitting on. They were like Ted, can you come do my roof for me, or can you come like put my Christmas lights up? I you do a really good job. I hear like I'm a sure lot of I sexual totally undertones. Missed that. Yeah, watching that. And as a child. he tries to, and he tries to like come on to Arnold Schwarzenegger's wife. Oh, big mistake. Right, exactly. <laughs> so that guy was killed by his wife in 1998, two years after that movie came out. <laughs> and he was maybe uh, maybe taking a little too much uh, personal inspiration for that role, huh? 
I get, I don't know, but man, John, John Elmore told me that crazy. Wow. That's there's like all sorts of crazy stuff behind the scenes. Like this is about to take like a really dark turn, but uh, you (laughs) know, you know, uh, the land before time. Yeah. Uh, Do you know the character Ducky from that? Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, There is a really horrific story about how the voice actor for Ducky was like killed by her parents. And like, yeah, I have never been able to look at Land Before Time the same way ever since I heard that. That's crazy. It's it's awful. Uh, Just getting in the holiday spirit here on Feed Picks. We we celebrate the holidays by looking up gruesome child actor (laughs) deaths. We're Uh, we're watching Jing all the way, and John just drops that bomb on me. He's like, you know that guy was killed in like 1998 by his wife. And I was like, John, I just wanted to watch the movie, man. (laughs) Come on, John. Save it for later. Save it for later. He goes, hey, Tom, you'll get a kick out of this. <laughs> oh, dude, you're going to love this, actually. It's a great trivia night piece everyone's going to ask about. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, um, that, like, tertiary character in Jingle All the Way? Get this. <laughs> Two years get later. Get this. Dude's this, dead. This is where he gets good. Yeah. Uh, but, I really uh, want to, guys... like, break into less mainstream Christmas movies. Because, like, I, I really need to take a break from like Elf and stuff like that, where it's like every single year I'm 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 kind of experiencing Elf burnout. Um, I I can't, I can't, I like Elf and I like it when I pass by and watch a scene or two, but I can't yes. sit down and watch the whole movie. You know what I, I mean? Just, I've seen it a hundred thousand times between like high school, the week of Christmas where nobody's doing anything and the teacher's just over it, and she's like, "All right, we're watching yeah. Elf this week," and then you go to your next period. And the science teacher's like, all right, guys, we're watching Elf for the next week. And like, mm-hmm. yeah, it's it's too much for me. See, I I view Elf as the movie that's like you're at the doctor's office and it's on yes. while you're waiting. So for that, like 20 minutes, it's like super entertaining because one, it's the only thing you're looking at. And two, exactly. it's a good movie. But like if someone was like, let's sit down and watch Elf, I just don't know if I could do it. I, I feel like I would need just I just need something fresh, like a fresh yeah. like an elf on the shelf movie what like what if we took the elf and we put him on a shelf now hear me out what if we put the voice acted by thomas delaney odin and we we got arctic foxes and and other shit like that and we got the arctic Arctic monkeys monkeys to do the soundtrack (laughs) (laughs) we got arctic monkeys on the soundtrack for elf on the shelf he's the elf on the shelf He's the dress for the the weather. (laughs) (laughs) That's really good. Dress for the weather. (laughs) We're in like black combat boots. But they're like fur lined, like the Santa black boots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's in the Santa suit, but it's black with the white detailing. And yeah, it's very like (laughs) highly tailored to be far too skinny. It's like basically a suit, but it still has a little bit of the, like the white fur, you know? Yeah, yeah, precisely. It's a leather jacket. He's got a leather jacket on with a white fringe. <laughs> He's smoking a cigarette, but it's like candy cane patterned on it. Yeah. Have you heard the news? <laughs> that was pretty good. Do not fall asleep. <laughs> He's, he sees you when you sleep. <laughs> Oh my god. See, that's that's the kind of stuff that we need to make Christmas fresh again. We need exactly. an Arctic Monkeys Christmas album. Just we need something crazy. Just yeah. the wheels in motion. I've been talking about that a lot actually. I uh at what point are we gonna get original Christmas songs that are respected again? Or like, like a new Christmas it, classic. Like a new Christmas classic. Or will it have to take like 
10 years for someone to go dig up a Christmas song that someone put out in like 2012 yeah. and then be like, oh, this is great now. You know what I mean? See, the the one that comes to mind when you say that is did, Ariana Grande did Santa Tell Me, right? Wasn't that her song? That's yeah, pretty good. that's true. That's pretty good. That yeah, to me is like the, the kind of new newest one that is going to become a mainstay for Christmas, in my opinion. I agree with that. You know? It's because because yeah, I, I still I even the parents are receptive to that one. You know, a lot of the new even people are like, oh, I don't want to hear, you know, throw on the, you know, whatever. I want to hear Mariah yeah, Carey. It's, it's like the, it's the Casey Musgraves sure. uh, Christmas music. I need to watch might. that. I was going to watch it. We, we just watched year. it today, actually. I should have mentioned it. good? <laughs> yeah, it's pretty good. It's a cool yeah. set. Yeah. I re- Is it on YouTube? Uh, I think it's on Amazon. Okay. Maybe. Okay brought to you i wonder does she have like guest stars and stuff or is it just uh, yeah it's like leon bridges is there uh lana oh. del rey is there yeah i'm yeah. gonna watch that uh there's a bunch of other ones that i'm i'm forgetting but yeah that's pretty what, cool what's that uh christmas album that has all of the covers from like a lot of the new indie people like there's the wonderful oh, christmas yeah. time cover by the shins and um, oh yeah uh, that's that's good. Good. i like that one a lot <laughs> I found it. <laughs> um, it is called Holidays first, first. Rule. It's got Fun, The Shins, Sharon Van Etten, Paul McCartney. Yeah. Again, Civil Wars, Calexico. I don't yeah, know if that's those gonna are be solid. Yeah, that's that's by no means gonna Fruit be like bats, a new Christmas classic. But head in the heart, uh, Andrew Bird. It's got some staying power. Yeah, that was the head in the heart. Uh, what are you doing New Year's Eve? <laughs> Mom. Oh, the, yo, the Sufjan it's Stevens over. Christmas album. You guys heard that? It's over, brother. I don't know if I have heard the Sufjan. It's, it's solid. Yeah. Okay. Same Wait, with the Oh Hello's Christmas album. Sufjan Stevens Christmas oh, album. The Oh Hello's one it. is an anthem. Yeah, they got uh, Civil Wars, too. You guys know Civil Wars? Oh, yeah. Ages and Ages is on that one, too. The Holidays Rule. Oh, there's one. Volume 2. Oh, oh, we got Volume 2 in the house. I was looking at Volume 1. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't even know. I wasn't aware there was a volume two. Let's do a little quick live. Uh, they got uh, Jimmy the, Fallon in the, the Roots. <laughs> right. Let's see. I don't recognize nearly as many of these names. They got Nora Jones, which is weird to throw in there. Uh, Judah and the Lion. I love Nora Jones. Yuck. Don't get me wrong. But... Yeah, I got to say, volume two does not uh, quite live up to volume one. That's unfortunate. Paul McCartney came out with an album, didn't he? A Christmas album? He, no, he came out with like an album during court, like just now, I think. Who? Paul McCartney. Yeah, oh, yeah, he, he did. It's called McCartney. It's called McCartney. Hey, my name's Paul. Just come up with a new record. <laughs> really I good. was originally, I wanted to call it Paul, but my publicist, he made me change it. <laughs> he said McCartney's more, <laughs> he more sales that A little bit more iconic McCartney. Um, favorite Christmas uh, song or album? Oh, I mean, or like top three. I mean, I'm, you know, I'm partial to the Frank Sinatra Christmas album. To yeah. me, Frank has always been like, even like his regular songs always feel Christmassy to me, you know? So like the Christmas album mm-hmm. especially is, is a banger. And uh, honorable mention to Michael Buble as well. Uh, he's got a similar oh, kind yeah. of vibe on his you can't, Christmas yeah, album. Yeah, you can't beat that. He's like the last of like the crooners. I guess so. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I just don't think anybody else has the legs to, to pull it off, you know, from here on. I out. agree. Right. I feel like there's plenty of like American Idol level, like musicians <laughs> trying to do that. Yeah. 
again, it's tough to get into. Buble carved out some some territory for himself to he where did. like he's he, he's not yeah American Idol guy. You know he's he's got uh, he's got some some brand power behind him. Oh yeah, I gotta say, I gotta say, Justin Bieber's Christmas album. There's like two songs I'm, I really like. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> he goes in with the whisper. <laughs> gotta say it. All right. It I is literally Santa Claus is Coming to Town by Justin Bieber is the first song on my Christmas playlist. Which it's era just, of Justin Bieber is this? This is high pitched Justin Bieber. Oh, but wow. it's not it's cool. the annoying version, if that makes sense. Okay. It's like right, it's like in the in-between where okay. he is doing his own. So that and then the Christmas song Chestnuts Roasting on an Open Fire, it's Justin Bieber and Usher. And it's very good. <laughs> Usher. Usher. I will stand by that. <laughs> I'll stand by that. Does does Usher Every, do ad libs? Yeah. Oh yeah, he does. It's Usher, baby. <laughs> 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 it's Asha, baby. It's Asha, baby. Of course oh he does. So I, I would say uh, that one. And then This Christmas as a standalone song, Chris Brown's cover of This Christmas. Oh. Solid. Canceled. 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 Canceled, but solid. Also, and then uh, honorable mention as well, Earth, Wind & Fire. Do they have a Christmas album or is that just a Christmas track? I believe I'm looking I at it now. Checked. It's at least an EP. Okay. Series five songs. I'm working on that now, right now, Brad, for you. I, I'm, yeah, I'm only finding the EP, but I'm still digging. Still digging. Uh, view album. Here we go. Big money. We have our top analysts. Oh, that's a full album. That's 13 oh, songs. Stop. Then th- throw wow. that into my top five. Yeah. Yeah. All right. For I'm going to sure. throw some in. Uh, the Chicago Christmas album is top notch. I got a few of those on my playlist. Top notch. Yes. You guys got Again, Christmas also, playlists? Uh, yeah, oh, it's called oh. Miracle on Montgomery Street. It's from our college days. Yeah, yeah, we can't dox ourselves because we don't live there anymore. So feel free to go <laughs> drag us down. <laughs> um, what else? Charlie the, Brown album oh, is stop. really solid. And then, yeah, that's very good. Frank, obviously love him, but Nat King Cole might be my favorite Christmas singer. Ooh, yes. That man has it. I am not a fan of John Legend's voice for the most part, but his Christmas album is really good. I don't know if you guys know that one or not. Oh, yeah. What's uh, what's yeah, crazy is he recorded that on Epstein's Island. <laughs> <laughs> he recorded it on the on the Epstein studio. The, the the thing that nobody wants to to acknowledge is that the the temple wasn't like a sacrifice thing. It was a recording <laughs> studio, and that's why it was so isolated. Too. If you listen closely, you can hear seagulls in the background. It was soundproof, but not for the reason everybody thinks. It's just a recording studio. <laughs> you guys got it all wrong. Oh, you, you had the facts right, but you're interpreting. You're making the wrong leaps here. Exactly. Ooh, also, James Taylor. Ooh. Oh, okay. That's a good one. That's a good one. Go tell it on the mountain and Auld Lang Syne are some hits. Uh, big ups to Kenny G as well. Classic. Oh, if you're looking for a Christmas party background soundtrack, go no further than the Kenny G album. You know, fun fact about Kenny G, he uh, is kind of hated by the saxophone community. Really? My source is Caitlin because she's in the saxophone community. <laughs> saxophone aficionado Caitlin. They they don't like that he's been able to commercialize himself and make money off of yeah. playing saxophone. You know, the 20th you century. hit the nail on the head. Yes, when, exactly. You know, when you're, when you're on the top of the <laughs> mountain, I'm not kidding. <laughs> everybody can only aim up. So it's, right. it's true. I don't want to hear true. it. Yeah, I don't, don't want to hear it. I don't blame him. I'm not mad at him. It's okay. It's okay, baby. 
do you think we, we respect Kenny G on the show? I, I have a Kenny we G shirt. Him. I should have worn it. I should have known that this was going to come up. That's good. Yeah. yeah Kenny um, G on that last Kanye record. Stop. I, I do oh, miss right. my Dean guitar solo, but the Kenny G saxophone, I will accept. I was going to say, we can't not mention Trans-Siberian Orchestra's Christmas Eve slash Sara Havo. That's like the one, if you have a light show at your house, that's the song that you have, <laughs> that you play to it. No, exactly. see, no, see, that's the song that you see accompanying a Facebook video of, check out this <laughs> sick light show yeah. for yes. Christmas I saw. Whoa, yes. that's so that's different from the last it. dozen that I saw. <laughs> it's like, wow, the lights are synced up to a song. Wow, it's almost like there's a box you can buy at Home Depot that does that for you. Yeah. Meanwhile, all 18 neighbors are sitting there just like fantasizing about burning the house down because they have no street parking for the 19th (laughs) night in a row. Oh, man. Well, yeah, that's uh, that's pretty much we'll have to link our our playlist. Uh, I'm sure there's some updates to be made to it, but we'll we'll throw it on the Instagram story. So uh, Christmas Day, you're looking for some background tunes. Look no further. We got you. That's right. I guess uh, I, for our Discover Weekly tonight, we, today we should uh, each do our favorite Christmas song. We should. I'm going to have to pivot a little bit for the last second, uh, but I will find one before then. But in the meantime, I do want to talk top Christmas movies. I know we touched on it earlier, but mm. for me, I've, I'm always a fan of the classic claymation ones. Those are like I love claymation me, Rudolph. Claymation Rudolph might be my number one. Oh, now. yeah, it, it might be for me, too. At least I mean, top three. Rudolph, that one's so good because it's like it's like three stories in one. Because he gets to the Misfit Island and everybody like, forgets. I just think it's the Island of Misfit right. Toys. Yeah, right. right. It's a whole song. There's a whole whole other thing there. And like the lion with the wings. There's like something going on there. Not yeah, the sure Griffin. the significance of him. Yeah, but <laughs> I always love. Um, for me, Yukon Cornelius, iconic Classic. fashion figure. First of all, great fit. I love Yukon Cornelius. And then the dynamic between uh, Herbie the Elf and Papa Elf is always a classic as well. It's a complicated web of like storylines. <laughs> I mean, it's there's so much. Go- he wants to be a dentist. Like, it's just just not happy with my work, I guess. Just not happy with my work, I guess. <laughs> Herbie doesn't want to make toys. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Herbie doesn't want to make toys. <laughs> Why weren't you at elf practice? I love it. It's, I love the voice it's acting back then too. It's, it's like so fun, and you can you can just hear how like lo-fi the mics were too. Like you hear like the <laughs> yeah. like the background white noise as they're delivering their lines. I love it. There's so much character. It's so good. I love it. I would have to agree with you. Yeah, I think uh, Rudolph is good. Um, you know, it's like Happy Feet's not a Christmas movie. It makes me feel good like a christmas movie does Look, just because I just really there's snow movie. does not qualify it as a christmas i know movie. i don't know why i feel like santa's in there at some point i don't think he is but i feel like <laughs> he's not in not. happy feet <laughs> i have to watch that again and just this like, is history know. revisionism santa is not in happy feet i will not stand for this Oh my god! Um, no, okay, not it's happy like, feet. It's like I would the people say, who are like, "Oh, Die Hard is my favorite Christmas movie." It's like, all right, buddy, we get the joke. Has okay, been that's made. fair. That's fair. I don't want to be that. I don't want to be that. No, I'm, I'm not accusing be you of being be that. that. I'm just, you know, everybody knows the guy. I definitely hear what you're saying. Right. Yeah. Oh yeah, Josh. What about you? Christmas movies. I gotta go. Rudolph Claymation. Um, I love Christmas Vacation. That is a hilarious movie. 
<laughs> that's like that that's Christmas good. vacation and um what's what's the one um Christmas story or like the two classic oh yeah Christmas story dad good. like oh yeah those son, are dad movies we gotta sure. we gotta put this one on the, the TV Christmas Eve we gotta watch Christmas story my dad is obsessed with Christmas story yeah like that's obsessed. So Josh, Josh, look, the leg lamp is coming up. Come oh, look, on, come fragile, on, Dad. Put, yeah, put that yeah. Away. Look, put that look away, away, Josh. Close those eyes. <laughs> I've won a major award. <laughs> your mother's Close in the room. Close eyes. your eyes. <laughs> I remember, I think my parents did that to me when Christmas Vacation was on, and it's the scene where he's fantasizing about his pool that he's putting in the backyard, and <laughs> uh-huh. the, the woman from the mall starts stripping for him. <laughs> there was definitely some, uh, all right, oh, we've got to change the channel for a couple yeah, minutes. Ooh, whoa, hey. <laughs> Hey, parents make it so weird. It's like, just, it's like, come on, dude. We just know. Let me be. It's okay. I'm 13. I know what a woman looks like. And also this is cable TV. So they're clearly <laughs> not going to show anything. Like, come on. Man. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and then of course, uh, lastly in the top three is going to be Charlie Brown. Charlie well, Brown. Yeah. Charlie Brown Christmas. That's just like a given. I would say maybe like, like your more niche movie, like Christmas, Christmas with the cranks is a hit. <laughs> I haven't seen Christmas, Christmas with, with the Cranks. Loki, not bad. I'll be honest. Is it's not like it's thing? good, but it's not. It's it's watchable. That's another Tim Incredible. Allen one, right? Oh yeah, Tim Allen, mm-hmm. of course. Yeah, Christmas, Christmas icon, King Tim Allen. Oh yeah, and speaking of, my mother is is a huge fan of the Santa Claus with Tim Allen. Which hi mom. Uh, hello Jennifer, one of our sixteen listeners. We love you, friend of the show. Uh, but yeah, that's, I mean, I will say the Santa Claus does hold up. There's, there's a little something for everyone in there. Cause that was like, Santa Claus is great. The first one had like some kind of subtle adult humor too. That definitely goes over your head. The sequels though, is like, they fully were like, okay, this is a kid's franchise now. And I, I didn't like that. Yeah. Very much so. It's not the second same. one was that where Charlie's terrible, doing graffiti but... and he like spray paints yeah. the, the yeah. gym. That was, that was uh-huh. badass. Uh huh. So yeah, it's crazy. Dude. He's so cool. He went off. Well, that's that's for the like fourteen year old who wants an Xbox uh, for Christmas, and like he hasn't told exactly. his parents that he. Well, he, he's been deceived into believing that he does not think Santa Claus is real. He's he's bought right. into the propaganda at that point. the fake news media has spun its web on poor Charlie once again. Yeah. This see, well, Santa Claus Two is actually a very uh, red pilled interpretation of the Santa Claus story because Charlie, you know, he even even though his own father is is Santa Claus, he, the mainstream media has deceived him. They've poisoned his mind into thinking that Santa Claus is is fake. Lamestream media still yeah. doesn't believe it. It's yeah, but in the end, you know, he comes around. He's still got a snow globe. He believes. That's true. He's that's very true. He comes out on top. Get out, Charlie, friend of the show. The Santa Claus is good. I really like that one. Yeah, Santa Claus Three is like an abomination, though. The I, I, I don't want to. What's the it's, one where he's like, where there's like the plastic Santa? Yeah, that's the third China. one. Okay, that's kind of fun though. Wait, that's the third one. <laughs> the yeah, one Jack Frost. Or that is that the third the one? I thought. Oh wait, no, no, Jack Frost third is the third one. one. Yes, the second one is like the plastic Santa who's yeah. like looks just oh, like him, and you yeah, see his yeah, his yeah. Hank Hill receded plastic ass. Right, no, that's like a big fun. focal point of the movie. Yeah, it's. I, I can't lie, it's kind of fun. It's just it doesn't have it doesn't have the magic of, of that movie is fun one. though. It's fun, but it's terrible. It's yeah, passable. it's not great, but I can say it's fun. I will give it a pa- I will give it a C a C. It's it gets a passing grade. That's fair. That's fine. That's yeah, fine. Fair. I'm not gonna like go out of my way to watch it. It's one of those like I'm on the TV and exactly that's it I'm at the doctor's right office. It's like, TV yeah, I'm, like, I'm I'm stuck at my parents' house for the next couple of days. You know, uh, I guess we'll put it on the TV. It's fine. exactly. 
Oh, yeah. Good movies out there, though. I love Christmas time movies and music. Oh, yeah, baby. And of course, the elf on the shelf, elf pets, is obviously that's my number one. That's my number one. That's a given. S tier. Yeah, that's just like a classic family movie. I will say, speaking of elf on the shelf, I got I got a little bit of of a bone to pick with uh with the elf on the shelf studio. Oh yeah, I purchased my twenty dollar Target cookie plate. Okay. I, I also bought I gave the plate. It, I gave it a glowing review on the last episode. I'd only had it for a couple days. There is a pretty high frequency of reused content on that plate. Yeah, I am to believe that the elf on the shelf is telling me the alphabet joke for the fourth time in a week. <laughs> Wait, the what joke? Say that one more time. Uh, well, what happens the is alphabet. I'm going I'm to impersonate you real quick. You're going to go, what is the first oh. thing that an elf learns in elf school? The alphabet. And it's, I've heard that probably 10 times now since the beginning of December. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I think uh, the way that it works is like, it's, I think it's one a day, but at the same time, yes, it's, but, but there's I, not, a, there's I'm, not 25 jokes, right? No, no, no. Yeah. I it's, mean, there's, that's yeah. the thing. Like, so each countdown, I remember I did all the numbers from one to 25. So we did that where it's like, there are only 25 days yes. left till christmas you i've know. noticed that so a couple that. times the inflection uh-huh. doesn't quite match sometimes where no and because i was like i was like there's no way we're gonna be able to figure that out so they were like just do it like just do it out you know yeah. it's gonna be for kids or whatever but yeah for the dialogue there wasn't a lot like it was um man it was that was two years ago i'm pretty sure that's crazy to me that you did it yeah. that far in advance like i have little to no memory of doing that at this point <laughs> <laughs> oh that's but, awesome I get that though. It's it's disappointing. I gotta get one for myself. I don't know what I'm thinking. I know. I I, I mean, I'm you, you can't have mine. But I was I was about to say maybe you know. But I I want it. It's still it still puts a, even even though it's some reused lines, it still puts a smile on my face hearing Tommy's yeah, voice know, it's, when it's, I when I wake up every Tommy's morning. Tommy's in the house. That's Tommy's right. in the house. It's like you never. Nana left. says, Nana says that uh, she watches the night before Christmas video every morning. <laughs> Hell yes. She's like seven million. Those numbers up. Million views. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that video, I think it's 5 million right now. I cannot believe the numbers that those elf videos do, dude. You, you ought to be getting less a than check a for that. Well, honestly, they should be getting a check for it, but they don't even, because yeah. it's not monetized. So it's like, it's, it's just, oh, yeah, because it's, it's targeted. Content. Oh, that's such a bummer. I was like, like, I was like, even apart from me, they could have made some bank on that for sure. Man, kids will, kids will sit in front of a laptop and watch the same video 19 times in a row and like love every second of it. It's nuts. I, if I was a kid, I'd probably really like the Elf on the Shelf music videos. Oh, I'm sure. They're fun to watch. I'm sure. That's just little kid heaven. I'm sure when I was a kid, I was wearing out those Thomas the Tank Engine VHS tapes, dude. I'm sure. I'm oh, sure my parents were going ballistic trying to hear JJ a train the jet whistle. Plane too. <laughs> JJ, JJ, JJ the jet plane, the jet plane is plane. very uncanny when you go back and look at a photo of it now. It it's is like it's his, really his weird. face is grotesquely human. It is. It's too human. I don't He's, know what they're. He were. has skin. Yeah, it's like He's I don't fleshy. even know what. Yeah. I just want to know what the creation process was like. It was like, so we put human faces on cars and trains and planes, right? right? 
Well, to me, it's right. like the the trains though are still there's still like a a realm of disbelief because the train is not flesh colored, right? It's at least kind of like a gray metallic. No, they have like signature colors. It's like Thomas is blue, the other guy's right. green. It's like they're all very specific, and then the right. face is just human. Right. It, it, it has human characteristics and it's it's human like, yeah. but it doesn't try mm-hmm. to like fully imitate a human. Whereas JJ the Jet exactly. is like it's like a fleshy human face. Would, I see what you're saying. Yes. To a machine body. Yeah. The future. Exactly. Super weird. <laughs> this is the future they want Super for you. Weird. <laughs> oh, I love it. Oh, man. Do we want to uh do we want to jump into Discover Weekly? Wanna wanna do I'm you guys down. have uh, we don't have to do Christmas picks? songs? Let's I say we should I think we should do our regular songs just so we can continue to add to the playlist, maybe. Okay. Because we talked about I've our got a Christmas, Christmas pick if, if we want one. I don't know. I've got it's a wintery themed one I can do that's pretty good. It, it still fits, but it's and also. And you guys go, go. You know what? Yeah. You guys go. I'll figure one out. Twas, twas the night before Pete picks in All Through the House. Not a playlist was stirring. I, I can't go from there. Not even a mouse. Not even a mouse. <laughs> I, I thought for a second there I would I would have been able to improv a pretty good one, but I you know the mouse rhyme I couldn't quite I couldn't quite get. But mouse okay. house blouse that, cows flouse flouse. Uh, anyways, flounce, flounce. <laughs> um, I I don't know if this is my favorite Christmas song, but I like it a lot. Um, this is a song by Phoenix called "Alone on Christmas Day." Ooh, give it a listen. Alone on Christmas Day by Phoenix. Uh, you know, a little, little somber song, but you know, it is 2020 after all. So, uh, did it, that come out this year? No, this is a couple of years old at this point. This is actually from a um, a Bill Murray Christmas special, I believe. Oh, uh, where Phoenix uh, did. I think this was the only song they did for it. But the song itself is featuring Bill Murray uh, and Jason Schwartzman, which I thought was pretty funny. And Bill cool. Murray does like the intro to it, uh, which is pretty cool. <laughs> no, that's uh, awesome. Yeah. So it's, you know, not maybe not my favorite Christmas song, maybe not a new classic, but hopefully it's something. Song. Yeah, it's something you haven't heard yet. Something new. You're discovering it, if you will. Weekly. <laughs> Weekly. Bi-weekly. Bi-weekly nice. asterisk nice. monthly. <laughs> <laughs> Bi- bi-weekly slash two and a half weeks or so. Discover bi-monthly. At, at a time. Dis- discover whenever we have time to record. <laughs> <laughs> discover bi-monthly. That's funny. Oh, my gosh. Oh, Josh, Josh, what do you got for us? Yeah. All right. I've got another Staves track. Buckle up. Ooh. This one's from December of 2018. It's called Home Alone 2, but it's Home Alone, comma, T-O-O. Santa Claus. But the joke is Home Alone 2. Like, of course. 
the chorus is like, are you watching Home Alone 2? <laughs> so it's like, oh, like a little, you know, double meaning there. Does does nice. the song also feature Donald Trump or is that? Uh, no, unfortunately, he doesn't oh, make a cameo. Wait, Macaulay he's, Culkin. Is he in Home Alone 1 or 2? He's definitely not in two. 1. Okay. The New York. Yeah, oh, yeah that's right. That's right. Okay. I'm on to escape to New York. <laughs> Featuring Kurt Russell and Macaulay Culkin. <laughs> yeah. Macaulay Culkin's wearing an eye patch and he has a machine gun the entire time. That's great. Anyways, Josh. Let's hear it. All righty. Here it is. Home Alone 2. So that was Home Alone 2 by The Staves. It's got great album art. It's like one of those tacky family photos where they're like all looking in a different direction with like tinsel on them and like sweaters and little wrapped gifts. It's very fun. Oh, how lovely. But check it out. Uh, It'll be on the playlist. Are you feeling in the Christmas spirit yet? Because it's about to depress you as much as possible, which is our goal typically. (laughs) It's a feel-good show, yeah. This is a reality show. <laughs> He's the harsh truths. Wait, it's the F O R. We're we're in the seventy nine days of hell, Joe. Okay, listen, listen to me, Joe. Christmas, Christmas. They're the liberal elite. They're trying to cancel Christmas, Joe. Okay. Oh, <laughs> Anyways, Tom. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, Tom. What do you got for us? Um, I'll, uh, I'm going to close us out with, ooh, I'm between two, but I ferns. think going with my gut to ferns. I see your ass scrolling. I know you are still choosing a song. <laughs> no, 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 no. I I'm see your ass two. on the I'm phone. I'm looking at him. No, I'm looking at two songs. <laughs> and I'm going with the Christmas song, Chestnuts Roasting on an Open Fire, Justin Bieber and Usher. Thomas searched Christmas in the Spotify search bar. That's the first one that came up. It's like, it's my search results are like Christmas, Christmas songs, good Christmas songs, respectable Christmas songs. <laughs> Christmas songs make me look cool. <laughs> Christmas songs. Anyways, this is uh, the Christmas song with Justin Bieber and Usher.
many times. Many ways. Merry Christmas. Oh, you. you. Wow. Powerful. Wow. Thank you. So that's that. Uh, it's <laughs> yeah, a great song. Uh, <laughs> the great song. I'm a big that's fan. That's the director's cut you just heard right there. That was actually the raw audio Studio uh, script. as the stripped version. Um, <laughs> MTV Unplugged. Hope you guys <laughs> liked the, it. The Unplugged Usher <laughs> concert. This has been Feet Picks, Tiny Desk, Home Session, <laughs> Zoom. <laughs> <laughs> this has been Usher's Tiny Desk, sponsored by Feet Picks. That's right. So be life water. We put that merch money to use, baby. That's right. That 2424. Love I knew you were taking a picture. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, that's it. Hope you guys like uh, our picks. Hope you guys enjoyed yeah. the show. Have a Thanks for have hanging a with Christmas. us. This is basically us hanging out. And a happy yeah, new good, year. Merry Christmas. Goodbye happy 2020. Hanukkah. Happy Kwanzaa. You won't be missed. Happy New Year's, I guess, yeah, because I, I, I doubt we'll be recording before then. So. Zero percent chance. I don't know. One percent chance. <laughs> one, zero, one percent chance. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Well, gang, we love you. Here's a uh, here's to 2020, baby. It's Goodbye, only getting better dreams. from here. <laughs> right, Surely, it could only get better. Right, guys. The vaccine <laughs> is here. We're we're saved. Uh, the the vaccine oh, so is here so just in time for the new strain in the UK. Look at those travel bans coming in in real time. <laughs> love you to see it. Um, we'd uh, love Merry a Christmas, everybody. Speaking. Well, little present from the happy virus. New Year. Yeah. Fi- final, like in final notes, um, I have a Venmo transaction with Josh in January of 2020 uh, that yes. says coronavirus vaccine. So just remember that we, we're always above we're the curve. Cutting edge. Okay. We bring you the news before. Get the your news here first. And, and you know what? Before news hits. I, I have to like regularly come on the show to eat my words because I was about to have a Talking Heads uh, song as my uh, Discover Weekly after That's I had said that I didn't get it last week. And so, you know what I'm going to say? I'm going to say that 2021 is going to be the even worse than 2020, and it's going to be the worst year on record. So that way, <laughs> next year, uh, in December of 2021, I get, I get to come on here and be like, you know what, guys? I was wrong. I we I, I had the best right. year of my life in 2021. So. Reverse psychology. Um. That's right. Uh, so get ready for that. Uh, anyways, we're so excited. Happy holidays. We love you. Feliz Navidad. Feliz Navidad. See ya. <laughs>